Yeah, so it's a it's a picture of me choking him, and I told him like every time I post a picture of our logo, I feel like I'm I'm kind of talking shit on you, but I feel like most people don't recognize that it's us. No, no, no yeah, 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 yeah. I would have never put that as as you being as it being you two. So yeah, yeah. he you look just like him though, like the picture. Yeah. Well, well now yeah, flowing hair. I look f- like <laughs> extra funny. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so episode 10, uh, Quotes and Chokes podcast. I'm Nick Angeloni. And I'm Ruth Pogosian. And our guest today is Lavelle Simpson. Uh, he'll be fighting in LFA in Belton, Texas, October 19th. Yep, yep. Um, you very proud of representing uh, 254, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's is that where you were born? No, it's not where I was born. Uh, it's where I was reborn. I like to describe nice. it as that. Um, Where is that? I'm originally from Laramie, Wyoming. Uh, <laughs> you from Laramie, Wyoming? Yeah. <laughs> Are you the, the only black kid in the state? I was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty rough growing up, you know. I heard the N-bomb a lot. So, you know, oh, really? Yeah, so I used to do a lot of, like, like fighting and got in trouble. Uh, really got tired of it. So my mom sent me with my dad when I was 17. And uh, a lot of a lot of like like racist hicks in that area. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like, what do you think, man? The only part of Ben Wyoming I've ever been to is like the national parks. But like, if you have to take a wild <laughs> guess, like Wyoming, they're not gonna be the yeah. most you progressive know, people. Like, like, fuck, like you can go into the grocery store, and and motherfuckers will just stop and they just start staring at me. And I'm just looking at them. I'm like, no oh, way. Yeah, right. yeah. And they'll just start they'll start staring at you. There's been times where I've been refused services at places. For real? Um, you know, and I just kind of look at him like, look, man, like I'll look around like me and my girlfriend got a joke. I'm like, I'm like, they must think I'm a fucking monkey or something. I was like, is my tail sticking out of my pants or something? Because <laughs> like, they keep staring at me. Yeah. So, yeah, like wow, I've been crazy. Yeah. Like, even though I'm two and a half hours away from like where I grew up, I don't fuck with them like that. Like, like, like I go there every now and then like, and if I'm there, it's like in and out mission. Like I stay at my family's house. You know, I visit with the family, chop it up, and then I'm back out the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, how'd, how'd your family end up there? Like, uh, uh, my mom—that's where my mom's side of the family is originally from. Like, like, okay. like my grandpa and all them—that's where they're originally from. Um, after getting out of the military and retiring from the military, like they're all Wyoming boys. So, okay, you know, they pretty much stayed out there. Um, the military drops you off in the wildest places, huh? Yeah, pretty much. It's that's crazy, man. With, um, I guess when you when you live in uh, like. Well, I wouldn't say Denver is necessarily ethnically diverse, but like I'm from kind of near LA, so that's pretty diverse. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy to me to hear that that kind of shit still happens because that doesn't really happen. To me yeah, you don't from you don't you yeah. don't think about that still being a reality for some people, but it is obviously. Yeah, man. Like you know, like it wasn't shit for you to hear the N word. Wasn't shit for you know teachers to treat you different mm. because you were black. It wasn't shit for you to be pulled over and be harassed by the police for you being black. Like mm. you know, I went out there for a wedding a couple of years ago and it was me and three other black dudes and like some dude just approached us in the bar and was like, "Hey, who are you guys and where are you from?" And he had a bottle of and I was like, "Man, I'm from Cedar Street. Like, you got me fucked up. I'm from here. Like, yeah. who are you? Yeah. Like, you know." <laughs> yeah. So like, it's still out there. So that's why when people sit here and say that like racism is dead and stuff like I kind of like I just really laugh at him and I give him the middle finger like because mm-hmm. you have the privilege of not of knowing that it doesn't exist yeah. like that's a privilege knowing that you'll never have to experience that in your life hmm. so good move moving to Texas 17 yeah I moved there when I was 17 uh what part of Texas clean Fort Hood army base okay um played ball out there and you know I started kind of like 
hanging around the wrong crowd a little bit, like halfway, like at the end of my senior year, and I started getting in trouble and shit like that. Came up playing football, right? Yeah. Yeah. What positions you play? Shit, I was all over the place, man. Like my last, the last position I played, I played defensive lineman because I was a two, <laughs> I was a two hundred thirty-five pound senior. Fun fact: He chose that, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah, nice. I was two thirty-five when I was a senior. Um, how much, like, were you built or were you, were you like an unhealthy 235? Like, I like was more, like, I had, like, my legs and my ass were massive <laughs> when I was, when I was 235 and, like, I had, like, really big traps and all that stuff. Like, I didn't have, like, much of a stomach. Yeah. And then when I graduated high school, I just stopped lifting because I ended up getting hurt trying to run from the police, trying to uh, avoid an underage drinking ticket. Oh shit! And uh, everything. Did you get away? Did I get away? No. You got, it, you got injured and they caught you. Yeah, they caught me. I, I broke my ankle jumping out of a two second story window. Damn! Oh shit! And uh, two thirty five coming down from two stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it was uh that happened, and you know I was like laid up for for a long long time, and everything just turned to like flab. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I wanted to join the military. Like, I wanted to go into the Air Force because my dad served 23 years in the Army. He was always like, hey, if you want to go into the service, like, join the Air Force. Like, that's the that's the service to join because I treat you the best. Mm-hmm. So I ended up meeting up with this uh, this old – well, my brother put me on to this, this MMA gym owner. And this guy told me he would help me get ready to, uh, you know, make weight and all that stuff so I can get in the Air Force. Um Lost all this weight. So that was that was the reason you started. Because I was going to ask you that: Did you lose weight for MMA, or you? No, I lost weight to try to get in the military to like okay. serve our country, and yeah, then yeah. and then I got turned down for an assault and battery charge that I received when I was fourteen for for fighting someone that called me the N word. Really? Yeah. So like, I thought that kind of stuff uh, when you when you're a minor when you become an adult. Well, yeah, the, the Air Force they're more strict on that, and since I've had two of them. Mm-hmm. They they told me they can get me a waiver for the first one, but they couldn't get me a waiver for the second one. I couldn't get in the Air Force because of stuff like that too. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're strict, hella strict. Yeah, they're super strict on shit like that. So after that, I kind of just I don't know. Like I went back in the gym and I told the gym owner what had happened, and he was like, "Well, he's like, shit, man. He's like, why don't you just hang around here for a year and like try this MMA stuff to see how you like it?" I was like, "All right." How old were you? Nineteen. I was nineteen. Yeah. Hmm. And. uh so oh, I started. Yeah. You're 27. Huh? Yeah, 27 will be 28. A couple couple weeks. Oh, okay. Um, so I started hanging around. Started doing like I really enjoyed Muay Thai. Like that was the art that like really like kind of like got me into it. And then uh, one day, one of the guys two weeks before an amateur fight got his nose broke, and the gym owner was just like, "Hey man," he's like, "You want to?" He's like, "You want to take it for me?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, fuck it." And, like, never oh, been training. Maybe maybe about nine months. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, and all I was doing was just straight tie boxing at that time. So oh, was this just, was an MMA fight. Yeah, this okay. is an MMA fight. So I took an MMA fight. Didn't do any jujitsu. Nice. Didn't do wrestling. <laughs> My style. Like he, like he just <laughs> like the gym owner just told me straight up. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, if you hit the ground, you're fucked, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whatever. I was, I was I'm <laughs> only winning philosophy. Right yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> Like I said, like I was just like, like, because I didn't think about fighting as a career. Like I didn't think of it as as a way, like what it was I was gonna do. And I ended up knocking the motherfucker out in the first round, and then I didn't sleep for like two days after. 
Because you were jacked up. Yeah. So then I was on the high. Yeah. And then I had my second amateur fight maybe about like a couple months after that. And then I knocked the guy out. And I was like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I like, like I said, like I was getting in trouble and stuff out there in Texas. And, uh, you know, I had a couple homeboys one day. They called me. They're like, hey, man, like we're going to go play a pickup game and we're going to go smoke and all that stuff. Like, you want to come hang out with us? So I was like, no, nah, man. I was like, I was like, no, nah, man. I was like, I'm getting ready to go train. Um, I'll catch up with you guys when I get out of Muay Thai practice. Mm-hmm. And so I get out of practice, and the next thing you know, I have, like, 20 missed calls. I've got all these different text messages. I'm getting 30 different stories telling me about how they got involved in a shooting. Uh, Supposedly, Mm. they were supposed to have been in, like, a shootout with the police and all that stuff. Well, yeah, there was a shooting involved, but they weren't involved in a shootout with the police. And, like, that moment there changed my life. Completely, like you realize how you literally dodged the bullet. Yeah, like, like honestly, like I realized, like uh, I was like, oh shit, like the fact that like I wanted to be in the gym, and I avoided like possibly like ruining my life, Mm -hmm. completely just changed me over to to mixed martial arts. So after that, like I was like set, like I was like, this is gonna be my way out of Texas. It's gonna be my way to like make a name for myself in life. Like this is my way of turning like. A negative into a positive. That was like, your pivoting point. Yeah, like like that was the point that like without epiphany. I don't know if that's the right terminology. Whatever the fuck it is, like I'm not that fucking educated. <laughs> <I> barely, <laughs> you know, I barely made it out of high school because I was barely there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like that was that moment. Like that was that eye awakening moment. Like that told me like, yeah, this martial arts shit is what's gonna it's gonna change your life. That's so, right. You hear a, a lot of people you use that. Um, there's that kind of cliche of like, "Oh, martial arts saved my life," or whatever. Most of the time, it's just like, "No, it didn't." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in your case, like, that's I it's mean, a legit example. Definitely. Yeah, like, it. like, like, you know, like, I feel as though some people choose fighting, and I feel as though fighting chooses some people, and I feel mm-hmm. like the ones that are like, like, I feel like fighting chose me, like, yeah, dealing with everything I dealt with growing up and like fighting growing up. And then going to Texas and going through everything, and then like, like I'm just like a natural born fighter. Like, yeah, like I could have easily just gave gave up after the Air Force told me I couldn't. You know, I kind of just went back out on the streets and kept doing what the fuck I wanted to do. But yeah, yeah. like I kind of just saw this as a way out. But I really enjoy this, so it's not like I'm like, oh man, I have no choice. But yeah, uh, I really enjoy what I'm doing. How are you? Uh, how are you getting by as an amateur? Well, one of the things we were talking about with Neil like uh, a couple weeks ago was. Um, kind of the what I always tell people the hardest part of just getting started uh, when, you're, when you start fighting the hardest part is trying to figure out how you're going to have money and time to train you know so you started doing that how'd you get by fuck man I was I started out washing and detailing cars uh, my boss was a total cocksucker <laughs> I couldn't stand that guy and then I started delivering pizzas for a while. I've done that too. That shit sucks. Yeah, and that shit was miserable. Like cutting weight, and then you're riding With around pizza with, in your car. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't imagine. So uh, train your character. Yeah. Yeah, like pretty much. Like that's what it was. Like I remember one time, I a customer turned away a pizza at the door, and it was like a week before a fight. Oh, oh yeah, and you just had one. Yeah, so I just had that motherfucker with me. I was like, man, dude, I was like, I'm gonna eat one piece and I'm gonna be done. You ended up eating the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I, ate, I I demolished the whole goddamn. Thing. <laughs> oh, so I, I pulled. Saw that coming. So next thing you know, I'm like pulling over at a Seven Eleven. 
I'm grabbing water. I'm downing like a gallon of water, and I'm putting my thumb down my throat. I'm like, oh, for real? Yeah, like, like, Damn. like I just flew up. Yeah, like I, after like I realized what the fuck I did. Like I hurry up. I got to the next Seven Eleven. Started just smashing water. You got possessed by the smell of the pizza. Huh? Yeah, pretty much, bro. Like, 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 caught me at like a super weak moment. Just purged yeah. myself right there in the middle of a fucking Seven Eleven parking lot, man, with my Papa John's topper on. <laughs> I gotta say, like, there's definitely been times where, like, I've been super. He's still like, said with my Papa John's topper on. <laughs> there's definitely been times where I'm, I've been like super just. Like a week in my weight cut, and yeah. then like donuts there, and you're like, ah, fuck it, and just put two, three down. But I've never been like that's like extreme, uh, like like lenience, but then also like extreme uh, commitment there too. Because even when I've done that, I've, I've never been like, all right, I'm gonna go puke now. I'm like, well, I hope I still make weight. <laughs> nah, like, like, like it hit me like, like I literally, like I literally got in the car and like. Just started sweating, and I was like, oh, God, what the fuck did I do? So I hurry up. Yeah, bro. So I hurry up. I went and got to the next 7-Eleven, started oh, smashing yeah. water, and just yeah. stuck the finger down my throat and just started just yakking up this pizza in the middle of a 7-Eleven parking lot, man. Very nice. Good move, though. You may wait. Yeah, yeah, I may wait. Nice. Yeah. Uh, th- so the guy you fighting, I heard you talking about it on um, Monday. You've been wanting to fight him since. What's his name? Colton England. Colton the White Assassin England. You've been wanting to fight him since. Amateurs, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've kept an eye on him since uh, we were amateurs. Uh, I don't know. Like, he was a guy that I always just brought it. Yeah. So, it's it something that kind of, like, really, really enticed me. And, like, okay. Oh, so not, not like uh, you've been wanting to fight him, like you got a problem with no, him. No, 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 no. It's a respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, this is not no, all no personal vendetta, no beef shit like that. Like, it's not all no dumb shit like that. It's, like, out of, like, respect. Out of respect, yeah. Like, Like, you know, like, I watched him fight. Like, I was interested in fighting him. You know, it fell through a couple of times when we were amateurs. Um, it fell through last year when we were as, when we were pros. I was off, but this time it came through. So like when the name came up, I was like, yeah, for sure. Nice. Like, like I'm excited about it. What's he like? What's his? He's a grinder, man. Okay. He's a grinder. Uh, like a wrestler. He's, wrestler. He's, yeah, he's, he's you know he's good submissions. Um, he he stays in your face. Uh, I'm, I'm just excited about it. Yeah, nice. Like, we'll be like, working together because I got to fight October 20th, so one day apart. Nice, we'll nice. I'll we'll get you ready. And you're fighting up back home? Yeah, yeah. I'll be fighting uh, back in Belton, Texas, which is like literally 10 minutes away from the house. Yeah, okay. Nice. So um, I was told about this card all the way back in uh, April Damn. when we were in Vail for Austin's fight. Mm. And. Uh, I was told about it, so you know, I'd just been like, I was like, all right, it's like October for sure. I'm gonna be fighting again, like you know, and like, and then uh, when they announced where it was gonna be, like, you know, like I hate social media, like, like I don't know what it is about social media, like I suck at it, like I like I suck at it. <laughs> You're like, not that bad. I've seen it worse. You know? Yeah, I never. never yeah. Felt like, yeah. Like, like, like there's there's a number of people. Why are you looking at I me, s- Nick? I'm not. I'm both of you. Yeah. <laughs> He's making eye contact with both of us. I know some people that are <laughs> pretty terrible. No, I there's a number of people that I know uh, that when I come across their posts, it's just like, ugh, like you just cringe, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, like 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 my thing about it is like I never wanted to seem like I was doing this to be an Instagram whore or make it seem like I was doing this to be cool, like or making it, you know, like like like. 
motherfuckers, like, it seems like motherfuckers, like, fight just to be on Instagram all the time, just yeah. to, just for, for bitches to be commenting on right. their shit, and mm-hmm. for, for fucking hoe-ass dudes to ride their nuts and stuff like that, like, that's not what I'm about, man, like, at the end of the day, like, like, I don't care about being famous, like, I don't care about the fame, like, like, I just want to, like, fight, like, like, cause, like, it's fun, like, I enjoy it, I know, like, uh, I mean, I'm making money doing it now, so that's even, like, an added bonus, but yeah, I know yeah. I don't have a lot of time to do this, so, like, I'm very fortunate to be doing something that I love to do and to get paid for it at the same time. It's like a bonus, right? Yeah. That's we, exactly how I feel. That's exactly how Neil felt mm-hmm. when we had him on the podcast last. Yeah. Yeah. I think that should describe you, like, as a real fighter. You're not doing this for the fame. You're not doing this. Like, the money's the bonus. Yeah. You're doing this because you want to fight. You know? But, like, the, the flip side, though, so I, I hear what you're saying, but, like, for me... Um, I put a significant amount of time into my uh, that's not true but I put more time than most people do into my, my social media and stuff and I find I, I didn't definitely didn't do this to be popular or I did it because I thought it was cool but not because I want other people to think it's cool you know so but having that social media and stuff gives you the ability to it, it opens doors oh, to 100%. do what you love you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I part get of it. The game. And you I, gotta realize that it's part of the game. Yeah, and I wasn't like taking like shots or like digs at you, but like there's some motherfuckers that post every goddamn workout that they do. Yeah, yeah. Every fucking thing they do. Every goddamn thing they eat. Yeah. Every fucking song they listen to. And it's never like it's never like interesting shit. It's the same arms around each other, fists. You know, yeah, like like, like picture, same fucking. Picture. Or, I'm or, so tired of that picture. Or or they're doing some sorry ass bag work on the gram. Yeah, yeah. Or they're doing, <laughs> you know, like like no one wants to no one wants to see you punch something that can't hit you back. Like yeah. like yeah, it looks cool, you know, shit like that. Like I understand that like hitting the bag, but for you to be doing this every fucking day mm-hmm. for a hundred something likes, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I think they just. Uh, shows there's two categories of people like you realize you gotta do this because it's part of the business or you just need that attention you crave it yeah you never got it before so like this is your chance to get a couple of likes so you feel warm inside yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just helps them sleep better at night being mm-hmm. a fucking attention whore and I'm yeah. just like honestly I um, it's it's such a I don't know I, I feel like it's a anytime we've talked about this every time that you, you post something and you get, you know, you get some likes or whatever. And if I ever catch myself going like, oh, like, I got this many likes. Liking the feeling? I feel disgusted. Me too. Myself. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to purge. Like, <laughs> yeah, it makes, makes me, <laughs> you know, it makes me feel like, makes me feel like a female, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 you know, like when I see dudes out here fucking whoring themselves on Instagram, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm like, you probably sit down at P2. Because you? You, you have a lot of female tendencies. Right? <laughs> Dude. Let's, I'm, I'm gonna go on a little tangent here. So uh, I was listening to uh, Boss Rudin. Yeah. T- he was telling some story, and he was in a hotel room with some other fighters, or whatever. He was probably you know doing some pride fight or something, and uh, he was somebody got like food poisoning or something, right? And so in the the context of the story was like he goes to the bathroom and he's he's peeing, and then he hears the dude like collapse in the room. And he goes, yeah, so I went in there to take a pee, 
And I'm sitting there, right? Because I sit down when I pee. And then he carries on with the story. And I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Let's run that back real quick. You what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anybody can sit down when they pee, though, it's Boss Rootin. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to sure. talk shit on it. but <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. Boss can fucking pee on his arms. In whatever way he wants. Matter. Yeah, you know? <laughs> He's still a badass. Um, so, uh, let's see. So, you're fighting. How many weeks out are you now? Eight weeks, man. So okay. Training is this training camp for you? Like how how do you uh, separate your regular training from training camp? Uh, I guess you could say this is training camp, you know, because I'm doing more two to three days now, like yeah. consistently, and you know, I'm adding my more road work in and stuff, and cleaning up my diet. But it's you know, even if like I don't have a fight, like I'm still in the gym trying to help someone else. <coughs> You know, yeah, I may be a little bit heavier than than normal, because yeah. but we all are, <laughs> you know. But but sound up more than others. Yeah, you know. But fuck <laughs> it. Like my thing about it is, is like shit. Like if I stay like staying busy, like if I stay busy, then yeah, I wouldn't fucking balloon up. But yeah, you know, fighting every six months. Fuck it. Like like I'm not gonna sit here and and be super disciplined with my diet for a whole fucking six months to wait for a fight. Like. But that I makes know. no sense. Yeah. Honestly, like it's um, you're better off, or I feel that I'm better off when I'm not fighting to have a little cushion. Yeah, because no, no, like that too. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel better with a little extra, like with a little bit of fat on me. But like um, that, when I ate the the worst was when I tried to be like perfect all the time, and then one day I just like I went like six months of just eating just fucking terrible, you know. And I feel like. You can overall be healthier if you kind of. I think 80 20 rule. 80 20 is the best. Four of your meals should be good. The fifth one, you can do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, uh, you're about to say something. No, okay. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, you know, there's uh, tons of people who um, are in in bad situations, right? Or like. um, coming up in oh, I shouldn't say tons but there's definitely people other people who come up in negative uh, environments like to say the least right and there's also definitely a lot of people who are overweight you know and him and I, I don't know if you ever worked in this industry I feel like it's common for MMA fighters but him and I have both done Arut and I have both done personal training I still do yeah yeah so let me tell you man it's very few people who like I get so many clients come in and they're this way like oh yeah I'm gonna do this today and I'm changing I'm like I know in my head I'm like okay <laughs> I, I used to, I used to I used to actually be a general manager of a fitness facility back in Texas okay yeah so, you so know. Yeah, yeah I'm like well aware of like you know and then I of course I worked for a title boxing club out there and kickboxing so okay you know like it's very like you're saying it's very rare that people follow through on what the hell they're gonna say when it comes to like fitness and mm-hmm. stuff like that fitness or, or just life or just eating or, or just making lifestyle that's changes. why I exactly. when people come at me like that I used to be like you're like okay but now I'll be like no let's start small mm-hmm. you know like let's, let's get you in here three four days a week first yeah. then you can worry about your diet baby steps That that's a great point so like um, let's come back we can come back to what the question I was going to ask but I well, recently so what I used to do was I would eat clean during camp and I would just eat like binge just at whatever I wanted just terrible feeling like you know tired all the time like when I was off and so like when I decided to 
change my diet. Like I, I read something. I don't even know if this is true, but I read something that it takes three weeks to make a habit, which I feel like is. I think three weeks about right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, every three weeks, I'm gonna change another small. You know, I'm like, all right, baby I'm gonna start with like, I'm gonna take a multivitamin, and then in three weeks, when that's like a, a habit, quote unquote, I'm gonna do this. You know, whatever. And I feel like that was huge, right? Instead of being like. This is today. I'm never gonna touch another carb in my life, and you know, because yeah. that's a like a standard you're never gonna be able to hold yourself to. Like yeah, you're gonna it's fail. Hard. Okay, mm-hmm. if your mentality is all or nothing, you fail this. That you're gonna give up. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you allow yourself room for messing up, and like it's a small goal that you gotta accomplish, like taking a multivitamin. Yeah, you can kind of do that, and then you catch momentum. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that being said, like kind of just that that's what helped me kind of feel make what's so far been a permanent change um but what do you think made the difference for you because obviously you had that moment right but people have moments that should have changed their life and uh, continue down that road you know what i mean i think it's when i went back up to 170 and i, I well i started like i blew weight one time at 55 like okay. I, I had fought three weeks prior to that and I had kept asking the promoter. I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, can you do this at seventy? Like, like, can you find me a fight at seventy? I was like, going back down to fifty five is going to be way too hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like, like I had told the promoter that, and he was like, this is all I can get you, you know. So me being the dumbass, I still signed for the fight. Yeah, trying to make weight, and I I couldn't make it. Like, I physically couldn't make it, and I lost that fight. So I went up to seventy. I blew through my first three guys at 70 in a total of like five minutes and 40 seconds. Nice. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I was like, this is, this is where I need to be at, you know? And then I fight this, this, the fourth fight at 70 and the dude came back fucking huge, man. And I yeah. Was, I was, <laughs> the real one. Yeah. He was a real one seventy. Like, you know, like I was eating breakfast and drinking and, you know, weighing in with clothes and like sitting there trying to fuck with guys on the scale. Like I'd be like, oh yeah, hold on a minute. And I go grab a glass of water, and oh, start yeah. drinking the water on the scale, and just look at him. <laughs> the big ass smirk on my face. Yeah, you know, like I was doing. And I, I fucked around with the wrong dude. And like first first kick he caught me with, man, bruised my lung and my fucking ribs. I thought the dude broke my fucking oh, ribs. Shit, yeah. yeah, first kick right off the bat. Then what? I throw my first cross. Boom. Mess up my hand off of it, and like it was the longest fifteen minutes of my damn life. Like I didn't get finished by the guy, but yeah. like I was like, yeah, Suffering. yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I need to go back down to fifty fives. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a, there was a, my first pro fight. I fought a guy that was like that, and he was eating an apple. On the, like he weighed in eating an apple, and uh, he like took a bite. He's looking at me, and he like flexes with his, with his ah, apple. Hand. Like, oh like, my god! All right, man. Like you know, yeah. man, Like we get in there, and he. We're kind of like his back's against the cage, and he throws the left hook, and he hits me, and just kind of think, and then I threw my right, and just it was like think, and mine came back, boom, and just fucking dropped it. Nice. I was like, well, that's fucking why you cut weight, fool. You know? Nice, <laughs> nice, yeah. You know, like yeah. that that ten pounds, uh, especially fifty five to seventy, fifteen pounds is a difference. Yeah, it's I mean? it's huge. Right? I realized that here when I was training with bowl art, yeah, match, yeah, art. like yeah, I'm like coming here, like when I moved here, like. Because I used to fight at 172 in my amateurs. I was like, yeah. Did I you think, really? Yeah. All mm. my amateur fights were at 170. Damn. I'm like, if I could do this. This is like 155. I didn't even take 155 seriously. I, was, I thought. I don't know. I thought there were little guys. That's in my head. They yeah. were little guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even a big 55. I know. But You're not small, but. Yeah, I'm not a big 55. Yeah. Uh, 
then I had a reality check, reality check here. I'm like, this is, or Neil, like training with Neil. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like seeing well, the seventy years. I'm a little guy. <laughs> yeah, seeing the seventy years out here, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm definitely making the right choice by going back down for sure. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of people will tell me like, oh, uh, you must be so disciplined and stuff to be able to keep a diet and like going touching like what you said. It's like it's easier to stay disciplined when you know someone's gonna beat your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like there's like not only that, but like. The fact of knowing that if you blow weight, like, you're going to lose money. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. True. So it's like, all right, like, either one, I can suffer the consequences of discipline and prosper. Or two, I can either suffer from having less money because I blew weight, mm-hmm. you know, broke pockets. Or I can go out here and get my ass beat. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's kind of easier. Like, yeah, I'll just suffer the, the consequences right, yeah. of going through discipline. What uh, what brought you out to, to Denver, speaking of you? Because you are saying when you got out here, that's what kind of... Uh, just the change. Like, like, like I had came out here in 2015 to finish getting ready for that last fight at 70. Mm-hmm. And you came to Muscle Farm? No, I didn't go to Muscle Farm. Okay. I trained at Ludwig's for, for a few weeks. And uh, came out here, and I, I knew... Like, coming out here and, like, training with the guys and stuff like that. Like, I knew I needed to be somewhere else. But I knew the fact that I trained at altitude. Like, I knew that's what kept me from being finished. Because that dude was beating my ass. Yeah. Like, he, like, he Just because of your cardio, you were able yeah, to Yeah, like, like, I was able to, like, fight out of tougher positions. And almost pull off the comeback in the third round. Just because I had that in my back pocket. Like, mm-hmm. so I was just like, yeah, I definitely need to be out here. Because... <clears throat> The altitude advantage for one, um, two. I'm gonna get better training out here, and like I really like. Even though I hate Wyoming with the passion, like I can't fucking stay in that state. Yeah. Like, like if I could get my family out of that state and like people I care about in the state and drop a nuclear bomb on that bitch, I would. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but. Like I wanted, of the day. <laughs> like I wanted to be closer to like my family and stuff as well too, and like, and like I missed, I miss seeing mountains, I miss seeing snow, I miss seeing wildlife, like mm-hmm. yeah. because you know I spent quite a, you know I spent thirteen years living in Wyoming, so like it was something I was used to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess Denver, Denver is uh, kind of a. What's well, farther than halfway back back home for you, right? I'm, I'm you know I'm. 13 hours away from Texas, but I'm only two and a half hours away from my mom and all oh, of them. Okay. Nice. So, like, you know, like I said, like, I can see my mom and them, but most of the time they come out here to Colorado because they know, like... You don't like going back? Yeah. They know I don't like going back because I have a hard time going back, you know, like... They got to feel the same way, though, right? They don't... They notice it, but they have an easier time brushing it off. I've always kind of been that person, like, you know, my grandpa, before my grandpa passed, my grandpa told me, like, you can give... People are going to respect you. You give them two reasons to respect you. They either, they either admire you or they fear you. Mm-hmm. So which one is it going to be? So yeah. You're if, not going to find any admirers there. So yeah, yeah, I'm not going to find a lot of admirers there. So, yeah, I like if you're staring at me in the store, like, you know, like, we stare down. We do stare downs for fights. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to stare you down. I'm going to see. I'm going to see if I can break you already here. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, want, I, need, I need you to know that, like, this is not, that I'm not the one. Like I'm not the one. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Hell yeah. 
for like, sure. Like you know, like shit. Like one of my one of my good friends, one of my childhood friends, he got stabbed a couple weeks ago. Mm. Black in Wyoming. Guy. Yeah, black guy got stabbed. Got stabbed three times once in the heart, but he made it. Oh shit! Yeah, nice. You know, then. Well, it's nice that he made it. As yeah, well, you know, then like after that, two weeks later, like one of my little cousins gets stabbed and makes it. Just like, uh, just like hate crime type shit, or yeah, like, but Wyoming's never going to classify shit as a hate crime because they got to save their own ass. Right, right. That's why I say fuck that place. Yeah, I'm with you though. Fuck Wyoming. I've never even been there. I don't even want to go. Fuck them now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so we're uh, getting close to our time cap here. So, um, anything you want to add on before we close it up? Uh, shit, man. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, Really want to thank all of my coaches and trainers with the Elevation Fight Team and the Eastern Training Center families, um, all my sponsors um, that are helping me get ready for the fight. You know, believe me. Uh, Apex Chiropractic, R&M Law, as well uh, Extract Labs. Uh, they're out of Boulder. Great CBD products. Nice. Uh, fixed Move It Movement. Um, and then I also want to give a shout out to the the Thomas family back in Texas. Uh, they recently, their their son recently passed. Nineteen year old son just recently passed. So, okay, and they yeah. were they were a really great family, and I love the people. Like great energy, great people. So, I really want to give them a shout out too to let them know, like, hey, like I'm going to perform well, and like I want to dedicate this performance to your son. Hell That's yeah! Tight. Hell yeah! That's tight. Cool. Um, so on that note, if uh, you guys want to follow the podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, and now we're on SoundCloud. Uh, so, Not SoundCloud. No, sorry. No, we're no longer on SoundCloud. We're on... What the fuck are we on? Yeah. We're Spotify. <laughs> we're on Spotify. So subscribe to us on either one of those. Um, you can follow the podcast on social media, uh, at Quotes and Chokes, on Facebook and Instagram. <clears throat> you can follow me on Instagram, at Nick Angeloni 155 And... Um, you go... Oh. Yeah, no, go ahead. And you can follow me on Instagram at prime underscore time nine 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 nine. What's your uh basic as hell, Simpson MMA, you'll get a post from me about once a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us a follow guys. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.